I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. We are back. I have no idea why I decided to do that this week, but man, I am just wanting to have some fun. And here we go, episode 30. I get to welcome to the show Coach Jen Rulon of San Antonio, Texas. Coach Jen and I actually met back in 2012 in San Antonio when I was a tiny, tiny vendor at the CrossFit Games South Central Regional. I swear, it was like my first major event with Compete Every Day. I was there by myself. I had this little rinky Walmart rack. I had like a four-way little rack in the corner that was a big investment for me, a backdrop and a table. And it was bare bones as can be. I, I still remember every sale I had to write down manually to track inventory. But Jen came by the booth. She spent some time talking to me. She fell in love with the message and And despite the appearance of how small we were at the time, she believed in where we were trying to go and has been an incredible supporter of the brand ever since, just an awesome member of the community. And so today I wanted to get her on the show to talking about what she's done, what she's been able to create with her coaching business, with her personal development as an athlete um, from a mental and physical perspective. And This conversation was a lot of fun because we had a kind of an outline we were going to follow and then we took a sharp left turn when we got into talking about her TED Talk and and the mental side of performance and why do we do the things we do and what's our goal or, or who are we trying to impress in that pursuit. And so it's a deep conversation, but one that is thoroughly enjoyable, one that I think you're going to be enriched by. Um, I, I just... I believe Jen is trying to do some great things and impacting lives. And from an endurance sports aspect, there's so many similarities between that world and everyday pursuits of goals and and what it takes to have some grit and grind through it. And so I am excited to welcome the show, Compete Everyday Ambassador, Tri-Athlete, and just all-around awesome person, Coach Jen Rulon. Welcome to the show, Jen. How are you today? I am great. How are you, Jake? Awesome. Uh, San Antonio, weather perfect, I imagine, this time of year in yes. Texas? Yes, I actually was swimming outside before our, our chat, so it was absolutely beautiful out. Oh, that's I'm a little bit jealous. It's a little cooler <laughs> here, uh, not quite ready for that heat just yet in early May, yeah. but uh, so before we dive in, give everybody a little background, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll kind of roll. Yeah. Um, so I am a, uh, I'm 11-time Ironman triathlete, and I have been doing triathlons, oh my gosh, since 1992, I believe. Um, but But the cool thing is, is that I have made my dream and my goal and my mission, um, as my business. And I am a, so what I, so what happened, I had this full-time job, um, benefits, consistent pay, everything that I can imagine. And it was actually a dream job. And I was pretty much done with that job. And I decided to, you know what, I want to go back to school, get my master's, 
learn a little bit what was going on in the exercise physiology world because I I coached on the side during my 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 full-time job and so I wanted to really take in toll of um of what was going on in the body in the human body so I can sit there and say hey you guys I want you to swim bike and run but and lift but then I needed to explain why so I left the full-time job with benefits and a consistent pay and went back and got my master's at the age of 40 <laughs> and, um, and received my master's degree in exercise physiology, uh, kinesiology with the emphasis of exercise phys. So uh, currently I am a business owner. I am a triathlon and strength coach and I coach triathletes to get to the finish line with a smile. That is me in a nutshell. <laughs> I, I love it. And obviously, all of your pictures have you smiling at the finish line. I am. What, how many athletes are you right now coaching and training? Uh, currently, I have 15, which okay. is a little is good for me. Um, I've realized that for me to take on any more, it would actually lose a lot of the one-on-one that I have with them. And then also as I'm building my business and growing my business, it's, um, to take on that many more, it's a little harder to do the one-on-one. So I'm trying, I don't do group coaching, but I am trying to get out into the online world space and just trying to develop things that people may utilize my services for, whether it's, you know, doing a one-on-one session or whether it's, getting them ready for an Ironman. It just depends on what people are wanting at that time. That's interesting. So uh, the one thing that's always fascinated me about endurance sports has been <laughs> the mental side. And oh, yes. Which I have a buddy that just last week uh, on Sunday, he ran the Oklahoma City Marathon and he signed up, I think the Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday before. And... <clears throat> I was laughing with him about it of like, one, how crazy are you because you have not been training for a marathon. Right. And he made the joke to me along the lines of, well, for me or what I've always believed is it's more mental than anything else. And I kind of wanted to to test it out. And so he laughs. He's like, yeah, he's like, I, I've always thought running is 80% mental, 10% training and 10% strength. And so I wanted to challenge myself, um, to see how far I could go. Obviously, Ironman is a much farther distance because yes. you're doing multiple things. How much of your coaching is as a mental performance coach as it is over a physical side? Or yeah. do you work with a mental performance coach for your athletes so that you're focused on the physical side and, and they're able to uh, focus on the uh, mental side? Mental side. You know, that's that's great. Uh, question because uh, I've always heard like if you put two athletes side to side, same training, same everything, and one athlete A is mentally stronger than athlete B, athlete A will have a better performance. And over the last, I would say probably the last year and a half, I myself started really focusing more on the mental side of my training. And that is what I've actually been working with a lot 
with my athletes is the mental side. Now I've had, um, some sports psychologists come in and talk to my athletes about the mental side of training. Um, and that was one thing I was really interested in going back to school. I actually thought I'm like, could I get my, could I get my master's in sports psychology? But unfortunately there wasn't anything available nearby. So, um, that was the biggest thing that I wanted to do for myself. So I have actually been working a lot with, with, uh, my athletes that I work with now. And then on Facebook, I started this, uh, group. It's called iron Zen with coach Jen. (laughs) And it's just, it's teaching people to look beyond the swim, the bike, the run and the lift, because so many people don't. And, and then it's almost like a, kick in the face once everything starts. Yeah. Like I just, something that I've, I've really picked up on is just, just the negative, uh, talk that we have in our head, whether it's just everyday life or as an athlete, you know, sometimes we have the positive talk of like, Oh my gosh, you're awesome. You're amazing. You're totally going to rock this race. And then you have that negative thing. And it's like, what are you doing? You're slow. There's no way you can hold that pace, you know? And sometimes you just have to kick, I kick, I, I call her, I call them my friends, positive Polly and negative Nancy. <laughs> I have to tell negative Nancy, I'm like, get the heck out of here, girl. Cause I'm over you. Like, <laughs> and once you do that, like I have a stellar race and I, but I have to get rid of her way before that race starts. And that's through practicing and, and time. Yeah. yeah. Have you read the book, How Bad Do You Want It? No. Okay, it's by a guy named Matt Fitzgerald, and it's it's all about endurance, but it's a mental aspect, and it it, it focuses on the psychobiological principles and, and the model for endurance performance. And each, a lot of the chapters, he, he goes through some of his personal experience, but a lot of chapters are like major case studies and, and interviews with these endurance athletes and yeah. talking about, you know, that mental side, carrying them over either a more skilled opponent, a more, a healthier opponent, whatever that mm-hmm. case may be. And, and just talks about kind of the aspects of it. Cause he was fascinated when he ran up against that mental barrier and just yeah. couldn't break it. Um, yep what what it was like you know if it, what that whole process was and so i'm i'm always fascinated by that in your own personal experience when dealing with that those two personalities the positive and the negative mm-hmm. how did you learn to silence the negative to prepare for race day was it through a negative experience either at the course or, or not or finish, excuse me, I should say finishing the race with still something left in the tank? Um, or has it something that you've been always pretty adept and, and talented at doing? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, you know, you know, this is sort of crazy because you and I met in the whole CrossFit world, yeah. right? And so, so here's, here's my story. I did, I did four Ironmans. I took an eight-year sabbatical. I found CrossFit, drank the Kool-Aid, did the wads, and I truly feel like doing those nasty wads mentally has helped me get through some of the most uncomfortable races I've ever done. So, you know, I mean, what is it? Not Helen's not bad, but uh, gosh, not Grace. 
I'm trying to think of what's the thrusters and pull-ups. Fran. Fran. Oh, yes. Fran. It's short and sweet, but yes. it's painful. Yeah. And so I think when in my mind I'm out there, I'm like, okay, well, I got to get from one aid station to the other aid station. That's 730s. That's a Fran for me. Let's go do it. You know, and even though I have 25 more miles to do that, you know, with uh, with the Ironman, um, I just, I feel like the CrossFit and the strength world really started teaching me about myself mentally because it's amazing what the body can go a lot longer than we anticipate versus the mind. And the mind can play so many nasty games on us. And I always would ask my coach, cause I have the coach that I have now, Brandon Marsh, he's in Austin. I actually had him, um, in my three year, in my little sabbatical before my sabbatical as well. And I even asked him, I go, how do you get past that uncomfortable feeling? And he goes, you know, with training, obviously he's like, but mentally you have to push past that uncomfortable feeling. And I think those nasty Frans and, and, and Helens were, uh, or very helpful. Do you do you take that same approach in life in terms of putting yourself in uncomfortable or out of your normal element uh, to experience kind of that same push against limitations that we might find either in our everyday life or the pursuit of goals beyond just physical sport? For sure. I mean, yeah. Because so my ideal job that I had. Um, many years ago, I worked at SeaWorld and, um, I, you know, my last three years I worked with the killer whales. And so I, I I think when you work with animals like that, you work with a predator, first of all, but when you work with animals like that, um, you just sort of have to go with it. You have to go with your gut and you have to just go out on a limb. And I think that's really how I've taken my approach with life too. If I and I've told this before to somebody, I'm not going to fail if, because I stop trying, because I'm going to keep trying on whatever I do. If, if something, if something's not working out, then I'll be like, all right, lesson learned. Let's move on. Um, you know, I've learned that in my business and you and I've talked about that, you know, like you sit there and you're like, okay, this return of investment is so bad on this. I really need to stop it. But dang, my ego's getting in the way, <laughs> you know, but it's been three years. Yada, yada. You know, you keep playing these games and you're like, you know what? No, negative Nancy, like the numbers tell you something. So positive Polly's saying, yeah, move on, get rid of it. Let's do something else, you know? So yeah, you have to take that approach. At least that's how I see it. Uh, I would say spot on. I love that. You you also did, you shared a little bit in terms of kind of your mindset and perspective in a TEDx talk that you've done I did. Um, at TWU. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit how that came to life and, and the story that you shared there. I guess how, how it came about, your inspiration for wanting to share it on that platform. Yeah. So when I started hearing about TED, TED Talks or TEDx Talks, it was the very famous Simon Sinek, Mm -hmm. uh, the why talk. And when I heard that talk, I was very inspired by one, by his topic. And two, I was like, I want to do that. I want to do a TEDx talk. And so I somehow connected with somebody 
that had a friend that did a TEDx talk and I reached out to her and I was like, hey, you know, can I take 15 minutes of your time? I'm just curious. And she's like, yeah, just start sending out emails to people. I'm like, "Eh, okay. The worst they could tell me is no. And that was my approach. I just started sending out random emails and saying, hey, I'm interested in doing a TEDx talk. This is what I was talk would talk about. And my original talk was about women in sports. Um, or at least that's how I promoted it. And then I got um, declined with um, a school at Baylor. There was a TEDx up in Baylor. I actually, it was, I got accepted to the Texas Women's TEDx talk. And then I got an email from Texas uh, or TEDx San Antonio and said, hey, we're interested in you, but can you change some things around? I was like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know. So I changed some things around for that, and then they were like, and I, and so I was going to back and forth. Okay, am I going to go do San Antonio or, or uh, Texas Women University? And uh, obviously, I did Texas Women University, and uh, I, it was crazy because that that um, that talk really taught me a lot about why I was doing Ironman triathlons and what was my fuel for doing them for so long. And, um, and I always go back, it was 1989. I was watching the Ironman world championship in Hawaii, the day Scott Mark Allen showdown. And these guys were running under six minute paces. They crossed the finish line. Mark, you know, Mark, um, Mark wins. And crazy enough, like I had breakfast with Mark Allen, uh, last year in Hawaii. I mean, it was very, a very surreal moment for me. And, and then an hour later, I see this woman, Paula Newby Frazier crossing. And I thought, oh my God, if she could do that, I could do that. And that's, I mean, that was when I was 18, when I was remembering that. And so I always said, I wanted to do that Ironman in Kona in Hawaii. And I haven't gotten there. I've done 11 of them, but I have not gotten to Hawaii. So, um, so the TEDx talk was about my journey to Ironman and the life lessons that I've learned in doing Ironman triathlons. I love that. And, Thank you. And what, did you receive any feedback? Did you get to talk to any athletes? I mean, it's got to be incredibly valuable for the clients that you work with to be able to see that and yeah. hear your experience so that they're there to relate as well. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I, I didn't get a lot of feedback Initially, I think it's gotten better as I've, you know, grown my business and I've grown my brand because what another side note in that TEDx talk was that in this is sort of deep, but um, I was in my mind, I really wanted my dad to notice me in sports like my brother and him had that awesome bond on between you know basketball football baseball like that was the thing they had that connection that I could not even describe um and so I thought well shoot if I do something extreme then my dad's gonna notice <laughs> me but then but then in reality when it when it came all down to it like I didn't when I crossed that finish line to the Ironman I didn't need my dad's validation anymore like I found it within myself and I think so many triathletes uh, learn about why they do these. Or there's an underlying reason why they do these races at first, 
But then they start finding out that they start doing it for themselves. It's pretty awesome when that light bulb turns on for them. And then they tend to have much better races. Yeah. I mean, you would when they start realizing it's not for everybody else, it has to be for them. Yeah, you're gonna love that book uh, that I mentioned earlier. Okay. Uh, you're absolutely gonna love it. I'm I'm halfway or two thirds no, of the way it. through it, and it's um, it's fascinating to me um, because I just I love to study the mental aspect of, of sports because it's just like life, and it's kind of the same thing when we're seeking that fulfillment in whatever pursuit or that validation from mm-hmm. someone else. It, we're never yes. able to pursue it and and successfully achieve it and win until we start to do it for ourselves or that deeper meaning that's personal to us. And so, um, I think that's goosies, Jake. Shoot, man, this is, uh, Hey, I told you, we're just going to flow and see where it goes. And, uh, I'm glad it, it absolutely went this direction. So, uh, all right, for you, what is on the agenda for 2017? Yeah. Um, so, let me, let me, you know, it's funny real quick. My TEDx talk was in March of this past year, or I'm sorry, 2016. And I did Ironman Texas last year. That was just a really bad year. It was, you know, got hailed on. So I didn't, I didn't have the best race 20. Um, I did Ironman Florida in 2016 and I podium, and I got fourth place in my age group. Yeah. So it's sort of, it's sort of amazing how you say that. Like, Finally, I was like, you know, I, I let things go. I learned how to deal with things physically, spiritually, mentally. And I was in, I was in the ideal place where I needed to be for a race. So anyways, so there you go. Um, just validating your point. Um, so 2017, I just, I did, um, the half at Ironman. Um, I'm sorry, the half Ironman in Galveston in Texas, I placed fourth in my age group. So I had a, I I wasn't sure how I was going to do because I was sort of sick over the last, uh, first three months of 2006, 17. So I was a little worried, but it was a great baseline. And then this, um, I'm doing rock and R it's a little fun race in New Braunfels this weekend. And then I will be doing a half Ironman in Lubbock at the end of June. So hotter than hell? No, nope. not it is hot, but it's not the hotter <laughs> than hell. That's an, it is hot. I agree. It it's been and hilly. Yeah, you wouldn't think Lubbock is hilly, but it's crazy. Yeah, and then um, I will be doing. Um, we're going to head up to Ironman Mont Tremblant in Canada. It's uh, the Montreal area which is absolutely gorgeous and also 6,000 feet of climbing. (laughs) Man. Um, And I'll be doing that August 20th. So after that, we'll see what happens. I love it. I love it. And then obviously continuing to grow your platform to just serve and support others. You've, you're writing, you're speaking. Uh, We talked about a little bit about that. You've got an event coming up uh, not too far away where you're going to be speaking and, and doing some stuff with your book, right? Yeah, so um, heading up uh, June 20th um, at the Health and Health and Wellness Expo in San Antonio at the Henry B. Gonzalez. I am the, I believe I am the headliner. Nice. Yeah, and I have a commercial out there, which is just no, crazy. No pressure. No <laughs> pressure no for day of. Right. But uh, no, I'll be doing that, and uh, I just like I just 
what I love about being on podcast and, and I love getting to the masses of people because currently I'm getting to my 15 people. My 15 people know me, but, and other people see me on social media and all that stuff. But I love getting, I love going to talks and speaks and uh, speeches and I love going to, um, I love doing podcasts just because I can get to more of the masses just to inspire them to find one, to find their why and two, to find it from within themselves versus externally which is the ultimate key in my opinion for that success and growth so okay jen so if everyone listening they're intrigued (laughs) maybe they want to do their first triathlon they're like i've got to learn more what's going on uh how can they connect with you online how can they find some more of the stuff that we talked about that you're writing about you're talking about Um, where are you on website and social Sure. So website is jenrulon.com, R-U-L-O-N. That's pretty simple. Then you can always head over to Coach Jen Rulon on Instagram, on Twitter. You could go to Facebook on my business page, Jen Rulon, Triathlon and Strength Coach. Jeez, what else? I mean, there's... I used to be on Snapchat, but man, I can't, I, I don't have time. <laughs> and you know, Instagram's got the stories now, so it's just I, right there. I do. I, yes, actually, I do the stories all the time. So awesome. um, I do the stories week, uh, daily, actually. And, I, and I'll talk about whether I'll do Rulon tread tips or Rulon, uh, Rulon rules. I have like little rules to give to people. Um, yesterday, I talked about what 84 seconds meant to me at a race. It actually meant me not getting a slot to Kona. So it's, um, it just, that, that when I was writing my book, actually, when I was writing yesterday, I was like, I wonder what the time difference was when I almost got to Kona and it was 84 mm. seconds, 84 seconds. <laughs> but I know I was like, that was like, who, that was mighty be maybe me in the bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> like, but that's anyways, motivation. I've learned so Oh my God, that's huge motivation. And he said, those 84 seconds have taken me 13 years. <laughs> it's all so, about that journey it, and it will be even sweeter once it's reached, right? Yeah, it is. And, and uh, my, uh, my grandfather was a huge inspiration for me getting ready for my Ironman because I told him, I said I was going to go to Hawaii do, to do that race. And he goes, oh, I'll go with you. Let's make it happen. Well, Grandpa passed away, but every time I see butterflies, I think of my grandfather. That's another story, but I just saw a big butterfly going past me. So it's a, uh, it's that, and that's finding that mental, that spiritual side of an athlete is pretty amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so, I am. I'm excited that you found it. I'm glad that you're getting the opportunity to share it with others and help them find yes. it in their own journey. Now, um, we'll be linking to your website, all your social media stuff here in the show notes. So anyone that wants to connect, um, check it out there. You can connect with Jen. Definitely say hi, Coach. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jake. It's good to always come back to to our relationship. Many years ago. <laughs> many, many years from CrossFit Regionals. No, it is, uh, it's been a fun ride. It's been exciting to watch. Ben. Your stuff continue and I love to grow. Seeing your stuff grow. But you, so are you, though. Like, that's, it's great. I just, everybody, when I wear your shirts, everybody's like, what's that? Who's that? I'm like, oh, you got to go here. You know, anyways. <laughs> I had a well, friend, I bought a 
friend, his donut donut judged me one, yeah. and he wore it to Germany. He wore it to <laughs> Germany. I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's because of individuals like you that saw what I was trying to do when it was me in a little yeah. Walmart clothing rack, and have, oh have gosh, stuck with us right. ever since. So, um, <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. That's it for another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. I, I appreciate you as a listener. I appreciate each member of the Compete community, and I'm glad that you tuned in this week, and hopefully you found some value in what we shared and who we brought on and just the, all the types of content we're out sharing. So if you got feedback, like I said, shoot us a note directly to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Connect with us on social media. Say hi. Tell us you found the podcast. We love connecting with new members of the community. We want to welcome you. Uh, We want to find ways to connect you and equip you with ways that you can be better than yesterday. Have a great week. Don't forget, you can always tune into the show at betterthanyesterdaypodcast.com or we drop new episodes every Tuesday at 5 a.m. on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in.